G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, at this time of year, there's always a focus on things Anzac. And one of our old friends, Graham MacDonald, back with us today, National Children's Advocates and working with the organisation Children of the World, a ministry of Campus Crusades for Christ. And Graham, a real understanding of those things historically that have helped to shape Australia. Let's talk some things Anzac today. Hello, Graham MacDonald. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Graham, we've talked about so many identities in various segments, talking about those Christians who have shaped our society the way that we see it today. Uh, let's get a little bit of a focus onto uh, your latest article called Anzac War Horses. Uh, tell us what the significance is, the Christian connection for these Anzac War Horses. Well, it's it's really interesting as we look through through um, our, our history, we find um, these uh, wonderful Australian Christian heroes who appear in in all sorts of uh, arenas. And this one is about um, the Lieutenant General Sir Harry Chauvel. And uh, in in terms of the war horses, um, uh, Sir Harry was um, moved moved up quite a long way in the um, British Army and actually became the, um, the the person in charge of, would you believe, 34,000 horsemen and cameleers from very par- various parts of the British Empire, as well as France and Italy. So he'd risen to a very, very high position. And so the name Harry Chevelle, it's not one that readily comes to mind for a lot of people, but really... Here's an Australian who is something of a hero when it comes to our history because he was in command of the troops uh, as they uh, advanced towards uh, the city of Beersheba in the Middle East. What, what, what I think is, is very significant about that is the fact that he, he was this Australian person here in the, in the Middle East and he's in charge of this, um, this group of 800 um, light horsemen and their attack on Beersheba was not only a, a historical uh, attack or a historical event, but it was a very, very biblical event. And this was not lost on on the actual um, the, the people who were in the involved in this war, because this was the point in time where God had said that He would bring His people back to um, to uh, Israel. They had been um, away from Israel. They'd been in exile for many, many, many years. And here was the time when the opportunity to uh, break down the Ottoman Empire and ultimately open up the opportunity for the, um, for the Israelis to return to Jerusalem. Of course, Graham, at the time, the area that we're talking about here, Beersheba, had been under the control of the Ottoman Empire or the Turks for a very, very long time. Oh, for, 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 yeah, many, many years. 
And uh, and I think this is why you know this 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 Sir Harry Chevelle, the way he sort of sticks out, stands up is the fact that God chose him to be the the leader of that particular. Um, Attack on Bisheba. I mean, there were eight, only 800 horsemen involved, and th- this, these horsemen were all young men from Australia, all volunteers from the youngest nation on earth at that point in time, and they were against the Ottoman Empire, which had possibly over a thousand to maybe 1,500 um, uh, soldiers entrenched in 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 Bisheba. And yet God used this man and these people to charge and to actually defeat the um, the Turks in, in Bathsheba. Interestingly, when we think about military leaders uh, like Harry Chauvel, uh, we oftentimes don't think about their religious heart. Uh, but Harry Chauvel, he traced his religious Christian heritage uh, right back hundreds of years. Yeah, yes, it's, it's really interesting. His his um, historic uh, his biblical background goes way way back to the Huguenots uh, back in uh, 1685, um, and so there's this lineage that apparently he could actually trace back. The Huguenots were uh, strong Christian folk who were actually um, persecuted and actually had to leave France. Um, because they were people who believed in in Jesus Christ and they had an unwavering belief in the Bible. And because of that belief, they were persecuted and actually were um, uh, sent out of their their own country. And Harry Chevelle, known to carry a copy of the Scriptures wherever he went. Yeah, he carried them um, all the time, and apparently, even at, at a, at a, on a personal level, he was uh, his faith was very vibrant. Um, he always carried these uh, scriptures, and apparently, it's a a wood bound engraved Bible, which um, apparently his family still today treasure and uh, keep, obviously, on on behalf of for him. Now, Harry Chauvel and the 800 horsemen, uh, they liberated Beersheba. That led to the fall of Jerusalem and then eventually to the uh, reinstatement of the state of Israel. Uh, There were some other big things that were happening that led to the Ottoman Empire being disassembled. Yeah, apparently uh, quite a number of years later, there, there was an article that was apparently in the Jerusalem Post in 2007, which someone had done... had certainly done some research on this, and they found out that roughly when the attack on Beersheba took place, it was late afternoon, about 4.30, roughly about the same time as that attack took place, um, in, in England, the English Parliament had met and had decided that they were going to uh, push for um, Israel to become a state. Uh, as I say, it had they'd been... All over the, uh, they've been dispersed all around the world. Um, they weren't an, a, a single nation. They didn't have their own land. And yet, roughly about the same time as the attack on Beersheba, the parliament had decided that they were going to push forward that um, have Israel as a state. And um, but they apparently didn't release that news until I think it was two or three days later. And of course, it's history. The 800 horsemen, uh, they did rush Beersheba and they did liberate Beersheba and then the liberation of Jerusalem. 
And uh, they, of course, the rest is history. And you've enjoyed recording a lot of this history, Graham. And uh, there's a new website that you've set up called Did You Know? D I D U N O dot info. Tell us about your new website. Uh, what we've um, decided to do, um, Neil, is we've found that as we um, look back through the pages of history, we find that there's more and more people who's, who would probably have some sort of recognition from people of today um, if, if the, these stories were put out there. But, but for some reason, they've been written. Um, there's a lot of stories written about uh, many of our, our Christian heroes, people in the past, but there doesn't ever seem to be a time when they were made very public. So our website, we're looking at the moment, we're we're putting on stories, we're putting stories about celebrations, many of our our, um, public celebrations that we have in Australia have got a Christian component to them, and uh, things like um, Labor Day and uh, Safe Work Australia, and, and Mother's Day and Father's Day are actually Christian constructs. And yet many people aren't aware of that. So we're putting those stories up there to help people to understand that, you know, that Christianity has been a very strong, um, has been a very strong influence in in, um, developing this country. Well, we've been talking about Harry Chauvel, or as I should give his full title, Lieutenant General Sir Harry Chauvel, who was in charge of the Anzac War Horses. And to give you that website, in case you want to check out some of the other stories that Graham MacDonald has been responsible for uh, getting together, did you know, that's D-I-D-U-N-O dot info. Graham MacDonald, who is the National Children's Advocate for Children of the World, a ministry of campus crusade for christ graham always good talking thanks so much for sharing these things with us today here on 2020 so it's my pleasure neil like what you've just heard there's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au and remember vision is listener supported your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life learn more or donate today at vision.org.au